and welcome back to Music Freeze Static. I hope you're having a fabulous day because I'm going to be talking about depression. Yeah, oh, a fun, fun topic. Uh, I know everyone's excited. Oh, yay, depression. No, depression sucks. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've dealt with it to a greater or lesser degree uh, for most of my life, uh, but it really kicked into high gear when my dad died a couple of years ago. But at this point in my life, I've overcome it. It wasn't easy, uh, but I did, and it's awesome. Now, what I'm going to talk about here is my experience working through and overcoming my depression. And what I'm hoping for is that this will encourage some of you who are dealing with depression that, hey, you can potentially get out of it. But note that this is my experience. Okay, it, nothing I'm going to talk about here is universal, uh, but hopefully it will work, okay? So, here's kind of how it happened. I've, I, as, as I said, I've dealt with depression more or less my entire life. Not, it was never bad, okay? Don't get me wrong. Uh, when, I was, when I was a kid, you know, I was, I was bullied. I had issues with um, my mom, especially. And so I had depressive episodes, if you want to think of it that way. But for the most part, I was I was chill and it was good and I, it was wonderful. And as I got to be an adult, again for the most part things were going okay. But you know I had I had some of those uh, dark periods. But it said when my dad died, it crushed me. Okay. And this was two and a half years ago now, give or take. And when I was at my lowest, there were days when I was so crushed by, it, it, it was like darkness. It was just like sitting sitting in a room with dark just crushing down on me. It sucked. And I was just sitting there on the living room floor. And that's all I could do because that's all I could take. And it got to a point where it's like, I can't deal with this anymore. And so... I knew I needed help, and I called the local uh, behavioral health center. Basically, I needed to I needed to see a therapist, and that was one of the best choices I could have made. I, in a lot of ways, I wish I could have done it sooner, but especially <laughs> sooner after my dad died, having him because his death just destroyed me in a lot of ways. But it didn't help that my mom died shortly after. <clears throat> but I, I, seriously, this was one of the best calls I made. And I spent over a year working with my therapist. And it worked out in sort of like two parts. The first is your sort of typical talk therapy, right? Where you talk about what's going on. Therapist helps you sort of contextualize and deal with them. Also, there's a lot of coping skills that were taught in those first couple of first couple of weeks, first month maybe, where it was it's like, okay, you're dealing with this. Let's here's how you deal with these types of things when they come up. Okay. This is really hurting your mental health. Here's how you deal with it in the now so that you can take more time and deal with it in a safer 
space, okay? Because that was one of the issues, right? As I, I think back on something with dad or something with mom or some other part of whatever, and it would just start to lead into this depression tailspin. And so there were things that my therapist taught me how to do. It's like, all right, you can take these thoughts, stick them in a mental box and just sort of lock them away from yourself for for a while. And, so, and it sounds a lot like uh, suppression, right? And that's kind of true, I suppose. I am suppressing it for the moment, but I need to. But the idea isn't to just stamp it down and never come back to it. The idea is to stamp it down and come back to it when you're in a safe in a safe space and can actually take the time to deal with it, right? That may be in the ther- in the therapist's office, that may be at home, you know, when you're in a better frame of mind to deal with it. But these are these are some of those coping skills that you start to learn. It's like, okay, what can I, what can I do to get through now? And then you get through, then you start to deal with it long-term. Okay. The coping skills are good, but none of this actually solves the problems. At least they didn't for me, all the, the talk stuff. What we needed to do is sort of figure out where, what was the core of of my depression? What was sort of what was wrong with me? Right, <laughs> right, something along those lines. And there were a number of things. Uh, as anyone who's watched my streams knows, there's just something wrong with you. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> right. There was stuff. It's like um, stemming from you know my dad's death, which had actually it was obviously there was the grief, but there was more to it because dad was my my rock right he was he was my biggest fan in a lot of ways um su- supported me through all of my decisions he was a he was a wonderful person and and so to lose all of that support was was hard but add to it hey one of the reasons i needed all of that support is you know i had i had Issues with my peers at school when I was a kid, which followed me, right? All of that emotional garbage followed me. Um, so my mom and I had issues, which I'm not going to get into the details here, but sorting all of that out was an, was a problem. So we kind of, we we talked through trying to figure out what all of that was. And once we figured out sort of where those major um emotional events really were or series of events or you know that sort of idea then we moved into the second part of therapy which is see if i can get this right i've moved eye movement desensitization and reprocessing or emdr okay now you can read a lot about emdr online um, I, I recommend the book Getting Past Your Past by Dr. Francine Shapiro. Uh, Shapiro sort of developed this procedure and sort of really dives into how it works. EMDR is, it works 
really well for people dealing with trauma. Okay. It's it's had great success amongst people dealing with PTSD and stuff like that, but it's not universal. Like most psychotherapy, right? It's not universal. People are just different and weird. Um, EMDR will not help you if you've got, I mean, it might help, but it doesn't cure you if you've got a chemistry issue in your brain, right? But it does help work through traumatic experiences. And remember, trauma manifests it, manifests itself in a lot of weird ways. And trauma isn't necessarily just, um, oh, I went to war and came back. Sometimes it's just, I had a parent say something as a joke. And as an adult, I know it's a joke. And as an adult, they knew it was a joke. And they didn't intend any harm. But it just destroyed my psyche in some way, right? That's, it's a traumatic experience, even though it's not even necessarily bad, right? Uh, Dr. Shapiro talks about in her, in her book, lots of people have gone through things like abuse and all that stuff. But it talked about, here's someone from a <clears throat> loving, supportive family. And what a, some, her father or something had just made a, had made a joke and it completely destroyed some part of her, her mental state. Because what happens is when you're dealing with trauma, something comes up, especially when you're young, and your mind just can't handle it. It is so overwhelming. Your, your brain protects itself by just not processing it, <laughs> okay? And so it just sort of lingers back there in the corner. It's like, to, to put a really bad analogy on it, it's like if you've ever had, um, forgot about a potato or something and the potato starts to rot and it stinks and you just don't clean it, you don't clean it, right? You thought you'd clean out the potatoes, you'd forgotten one, right? And it starts to rot and it just stinks and the more you leave it, the just it just lingers and it's horrible. It doesn't stop you from doing everything else. It just smells bad. It's that same sort of idea. You just get this garbage built up because of some traumatic event that your brain couldn't process. So the theory behind EMDR is that during REM sleep, your brain processes all the stuff that you've had to deal with during the day. Okay. So whether it's good, bad, or otherwise, right, your brain is now trying to sort it all out and say, oh, this event goes in this shelf and this event goes in this shelf. And oh yeah, these events are like each other. We can sort of link them all together and understand what was going on, okay? But all that garbage that is so overwhelming is that the brain just says, nope. No, not mine. I can't deal with this. This is not, I can't deal with this problem. I, I can't. You you do this, right? And it's, it's a good defense mechanism for your brain, but it screws with your emotional nonsense, okay? And it affects relationships. It affects how you see things because your behavior is partly about who you are, but it's partly how you've dealt with things in the past. It's your experiences. And your experiences shape your your uh, 
presence responses, right? So because your brain can't process it, again, it's like that rotten potato is just sort of stinking up the corner somewhere. So EMDR uses what they call bilateral stimulation, okay? And it basically triggers the same sort of parts of your brain as REM sleep. So the idea is that you sort of, you do something that works side to side, okay? And apparently there are a number of ways of doing this. You can have something that your eyes look back and forth between like lights is one thing I've, I've read about that they do where it's like, okay, blinks to the left, blinks to the right. And then you just, just with your eyes back and forth and back and forth. Right. Or you can, um, there are a couple of other things that we did when I was doing it. One is you could tap your knees and you just tap, tap left, right, left, right, left, right at a reasonable interval that sort of gets that your mind starts going back and forth with it. Um, you can also do it with um, like vibrating buzzers or, or something in your hands, anything that will get that back and forth that starts to trigger that REM sleep stuff in your brain. Okay. And then your therapist will then work with, uh, with you to sort of identify some of those core memories that are causing that trauma and you work back to try to find the, the earliest ones you can get to that are causing all of this. And, and by working through those memories while you're doing the um, bilateral stimulation, it kind of forces your brain to reprocess this stuff. Right. And in the case like of the, the kid who dad just told a joke that, was harmless, but it, it affected the kid in a weird way. It really helps like, oh yeah, I can look at this with adult eyes. That wasn't, that was nothing. And reprocess it as an adult looking at it and say, oh yeah, okay, no more problem. For things that are more intense, um, like I said, soldiers dealing with PTSD, in my case, dealing with um, the bullying and, and other issues that I had growing up, it can take a little bit longer. And and so it's, but it, in my case, it worked. Now, again, it's it's not going to work for every type of depression, and it may not work for everyone even dealing with some sort of trauma-like thing, but it, it worked for me, <laughs> okay? And it's it's been great. And... You know, and my therapist and I, we worked through a lot of different issues because surprisingly enough, I'm a middle-aged man. I've had issues in my life, <laughs> you know, but as I said, when I was growing up, I was, I was bullied in school um, and said I had some, had some issues with my mom. And, and then of course I had all the grief between both my parents' death, deaths, <clears throat> right? So I became an orphan over six months, Right. My dad died six months later, so my mom died. It was not ideal. So, and that that trauma just took time to deal with. And we cleared a bunch of stuff, and it took took a while so to reprocess process some of these things. But we'd been clearing this, uh, working on clearing this, these things, and I had a breakthrough in October. 
and EMDR tends to work this way is you got this thing that, that's just killing you, killing you, killing you, driving your mental state through the floor and you work and you reprocess it and you keep trying and then suddenly your brain says, oh yeah, we're okay now. I, this is where it goes. We'll just tie it in and everything's great now. And it just snaps, okay? Sometimes it, it only takes a couple of sessions. Sometimes it takes more, but it was... It was amazing. I went from being depressed to being normal. I don't want to use the word normal with depression because that, that sounds bad, but the depression was gone. And it, it felt like I was really back to my old self. Now, and, and because most of my life, I was things were pretty good. I, I said I was bullied, and that led to some stress, but I, I wasn't dealing with those depressive episodes, and I felt like I would, could actually be me and enjoy life again, okay? Which, you know, I'm a big fan of not being depressed, right? Now, I'd love also that it brought an end to my therapy. Now, I had my breakthrough in October, my last therapy session was earlier this month. Okay. Why? Because what we wanted to do is be sure that, one, it stuck. <laughs> and make sure that, hey, I was maintaining and everything was was still good. Okay. We didn't meet as often. Um, we sort of came back for, hey, let's check in. How's it going? How are you dealing with these things? Because I still have stress in my life. Right, I'm still dealing with financial issues. Work has stress, right? All of those normal parts of life. But it, we ultimately decided that hey, we're done. We've hit the hit the goals we were trying to to meet, and we're done. And I love that there's an end, right? Because I've I've heard about those people that go to therapy and they just. They just go to therapy for their entire lives, which, you know, maybe it's good for them. And therapy is, can be a very awesome uh, experience sometimes. But I didn't want to, I don't like, I, I'm trying to figure out how I want to put this. I didn't want to continually be putting band-aids on my problems. I wanted to heal. I wanted to solve my problems and be done with it, okay? I, you know, it, and the way I've heard about a lot of um, psychiatry, at least, again, part of this is I grew up in the 80s, so there's all of that baggage, right? But it was just, yep, this is just something you go to your entire entire life, and there's there's no end. And I didn't want that. I wanted, I wanted to be healed, okay? To, to use a pure, purely medical um, term, I suppose. And it was. It was great. But the end of my therapy is not the end of dealing with stress and life and, and things that could be depressing, <laughs> right? And I don't just mean watching uh, Secret Invasion. <laughs> 
oh, that show was had so much potential and and no, it just didn't. But what's fun is I was able to take all of the techniques I learned through those therapy sessions and use them to keep dealing with the ongoing stress of life so I don't develop more traumatic nonsense, right? Now, one of my big stressors is work, which is weird because I work in a really chill environment, but I still end up bringing stress home with me, right? I'm a, I'm a systems administrator I, I, and I work with servers, I work with serv web services, internet services, things like that. And there can be a lot of troubleshooting, a lot of problem solving, which can be interesting, but it just, there are days I come up just frustrated because I've been working this problem all day and I've gotten nowhere on it, okay? It happens and that's stressful, right? So one of the techniques that I've, I brought with me as I came out of therapy was meditation. Now, I know it's, it's you know, I'm sure you're looking at me, it's like, wait, I'm shocked. You're, you're a manly man who does manly things like play Minecraft on the internet for the amusement of others. Yeah. But <laughs> one of the, sorry, that, that, that amused me more than it should have. One of the things I, I like about meditation is that it's a structured way for me to transition from work to home and to let some of the stress from work sort of drain away. See, one of the problems I have is I tend to have arguments in my head, okay? So I'll give you an example. I was at a meeting at work the other day. And at the end of the meeting, two people were talking about politics. And it was, they, they were making some uh, political comments that I disagreed with, okay? That's so why I became a political activist back in the days because I'm passionate about politics and the the stress I had to get out of it because the mental health was was it was too damaging to my mental health. Okay, but yeah. so I, I I left the meeting because the meeting was over and but I am still fighting with that those arguments in my head, I probably will be for the next few days as well. But I, uh, when I came home, I, I meditated, right? It was, and basically what I was, what I do is sort of a, sort of a, a breathing meditation, right? I'm not sitting here, I'm not chanting anything. I'm just trying to sit quietly, eyes closed and just focus on my breathing, focus on just, hearing the sounds around me just and just focusing on that and letting all of my thoughts sort of quiet <laughs> right and and there are a number of ways of doing this i'm going to include some links in the uh show notes or the description on youtube and that type of thing but that's some instructions on how to meditate which was helpful but also some guided meditations that are, they're, they're free, uh, free audio that you can listen to 
this is from UCLA Health, and they sort of talk you through the meditation sessions. And they've got some that sort of focus on a couple of different things. But I just sit and basically do the five-minute meditation. Now, I don't listen to it anymore. I kind of got the idea. The whole point behind a guided meditation is to teach you what you need to do so you can do this on your own, which is great. And so I, I did that. Some of those meditative practices can be really helpful. If you have a hard time falling asleep, learning some of these techniques can help because they, one, they can help you quiet your thoughts. That's one of the re main reasons I have for insomnia is I just, I, I can't stop thinking. And so you, using those meditative practices help quiet the mind, right? Um, and then some of them will help you focus on, okay, just just work on, part of it is they, they refer to it as a body scan. You sort of mentally go through your, your body and say, what hurts? What just feels weird? What's my heart rate doing, right? Those types of things. And then focusing mentally on, all right, try to get your arms to relax, your your fingers, and work down your legs, your thighs, your calves, your toes, and you just mentally try to relax everything as you go, right? That can be really helpful if you're having trouble sleeping, right? And again, it's the whole point is to sort of quiet the uh, all of the stuff banging around inside your head okay it's not it's not meditation for some crunchy crunchy cosmic mumbo jumbo right that's not the point the whole idea is to refocus you know let those stressful distracting damaging right, the thoughts that are bouncing around your head to shut them up, right? Sometimes when you're dealing with ongoing depression, sometimes you do need to sort of have an internal mantra, yes, I'm okay, I'm good, I am not, you don't even need a not, just I am, oh, I am okay, right? And, and you know, those are something those are things that your therapist can help you help you with is trying to identify what what is true about yourself right and this is one of those things i listened to an interview with um, interviews or was a yeah it was an interview with lindsay sterling for if those of you who don't know lindsay sterling is a uh, violinist and she broke onto this scene a lot of ways through YouTube back in 2008, I think, because she would, she did, um, played violin, but it was like dubstep. You check out her, her video, Crystallize. That was, I think, one of her first big breakthroughs. And uh, very different, right? Because not only was it violin and dubstep, she also danced at, at the same time, and it was a very dynamic thing okay and she's still doing some amazing stuff now 
I, I love her music. So, but she was dealing with um, an eating disorder. And said it was it was destroying her mentally, right? She's she was she talks about at one point um she'd go to a party and she'd have pizza with her friends, but all she could think about is how how much grease was on the pizza or how fatty the pizza was and what it was gonna do to her body. Right. And it took a lot of therapy and a lot of time and she talks about having to sit and just tell herself that she was she was okay that she was that she was beautiful as she was right and it took a lot of a lot of time and effort and you can go find her interview um online cuz she's talks about she's talked about this a lot and so so some people need that extra time as as part of their meditation to to build that reinforcement so for me i just need to shut my head up Right, those thoughts echoing around in my wee little mind. I need to. Uh, right, my two brain cells start talking to each other. No, it's, and that is one of those things that helps me, as an ongoing thing, and that's been one of the great things. So, I came out of therapy. Not only had I cleared a lot of the trauma, that was causing my depression, or and amplifying my grief. But I also came out with tools to help me deal with the future. And it's awesome. And that is what's helped me overcome my depression. And I love that. I love being back to me <laughs> again, right? It's It's been a long road getting from there to here. Sorry for all of you Enterprise fans traumatized by that theme song. But no, I... It's it's been a, a travel, it's been a, a journey. It's been hard, but it's so great to be back to somebody who's not dealing with depression, <laughs> right? I, and I'm I'm thrilled to be here. And so, this I guess is my testimony of of therapy for for dealing with depression, particularly depression triggered by past trauma okay and a good therapist will help you figure out you know is is your depression coming from uh, from trauma is it coming from you know just a chemical issue because that totally happens right your brain just can't chemically process things properly and sometimes that does require some medication or something to get sorted out but your therapist will help you figure that out. And I'm thrilled because I managed to get through this whole thing without needing medication, right? There were days, okay, I, I yes, I would take some St. John's wort, which has some of those uh, properties, but it wasn't a consistent, okay, I'm on this for the next two years of my life or anything like that. You may need to be. I'm glad I didn't have to be, right? That's... Again, this is a, a me thing. So if you are dealing with depression, um, and it doesn't even have necessarily have to be something all the way to you're starting to be suicidal. If you are, please get help. The world is better with you in it, okay? I will straight up 
random guy on the internet says, the world needs you around. But even if you're not at that point, working through the, your depression to be free of those weights is awesome. And I said, this, this is one of those, it worked for me and it's, I'm glad it did because it, it has reinvigorated my life. I feel, said, I feel like I'm me again. And so I encourage you, if you're in that boat, please, please, please get help. Talk to a therapist and see if it's something that you can get through as well. Because nobody needs to live that way if, if you don't have to. So that's it. And I'm not going to say your first therapist you go to is always going to be perfect for you. You may have to shop around a little bit. I got lucky with my first one and she was amazing. But, you know, you may need to maybe start with one therapist and it may not be quite he or she, whomever, may not be quite what you need. And that's fine. But whatever they do, take, try, take a look, try it. I said, EMDR therapy worked wonders for me. It may not work for you. Okay. But it's certainly worth trying if you're, uh, if you're stepping into things potentially. So again, talk to your therapist and see what you find, what works for you. And let me know. I'm curious how it all goes for you. It said, it's not going to necessarily be a quick journey, but I, hopefully it's a uh, successful one. And until next time, be excellent to each other. This is Music Free Static signing off.